it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Here we are again meeting on Inspired News Radio. Well, hello and welcome. This is Scott Sullivan and your host of Sales with Sully. Every single week right here on Inspired News Radio, we answer some of your questions regarding sales and marketing that you send in to me on Twitter at Sales with Sully. And this week is the first week of a brand new year. Here we are talking about New Year's resolutions and goal setting and planning and all these other things. So let me ask you a question. It's the first week of the new year, and you probably made a few New Year's resolutions. So are you still going to the gym? Okay. Have you had that cigarette that you uh, said you were going to give up? Well, New Year's resolutions, as we know, are not always the best way to go about setting goals and telling ourselves the things that we're going to do and have the things that we're going to change. This week, we're going to talk about being resolute. What an actual resolute means to be to make a New Year's resolution maybe is one thing, but to be resolute in our actions and our goals. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today on Sales with Sully, and I hope you'll stay tuned and listen in for the entire episode. The new year is upon us. We have all stood up on that that fateful night, the last night of the year. We held that glass of champagne as the ball was about to drop, and we've said, this is going to be the year, and then fill in the blank, that we pick something. Usually it's a bad habit we want to change, or it's a habit, a good habit we want to instill, or something that we want to do differently in the next year that we didn't do last year, or possibly even started by saying, I'm going to do that even a year ago, talking about it. it maybe it fell away pretty fast. That's why all those gym ads and diet ads and everything else you see in the first three months of the year are just absolutely inundated uh, on the television, radio, anywhere you get your media, you probably see a, an ad for 24-hour fitness and world gym and every other type of pill and potion and lotion and everything else that you need to try and lose some weight. Now, do I need to lose weight? Absolutely. <laughs> Could Would that be one of my New Year's resolutions if I were going to make one? Sure, absolutely it would. But here we are, the first week, and I wonder how many of those New Year's resolutions have already fallen away because we have 100% good intentions. We believe that if we say it out loud, hold up that glass of champagne and swear to it, that yes, indeed, we will have the strength and the willpower and all the things that are necessary. But here's what I'll bet. I will bet most people that make a New Year's resolution didn't have a plan for success, and they didn't have a plan for failure uh, in place so that when or if those plans didn't work, what are they going to do and, and how do they get back on track? See, it's easy to say, let's do this or let's take an action, and whether it be in your business or your personal life, that New Year's resolution is pretty easy to state, but it's a little bit harder to implement, as we all know. So let's talk about being resolute. So what does resolute mean? Well, the definition of resolute is to, to take action and to continuous 
uh, thought and action in a process. To be resolute means to stand fast, to actually say, this is what I'm going to do and continue that on through either to the end or through a certain period of time. I'm, I remain resolute in my belief and then fill in that whatever that uh, belief system is that you're resolute in. Let's talk a little bit about being resolute versus actually then putting a plan or a system together. We've said before, it's pretty easy to say, I'm gonna lose weight. And then we have to say, okay, now how are we going to do that? What are the first steps? What are the third steps? The 10th, the 100th, the 1,000th step? What are the things that I have to do? Maybe the first thing is you say, okay, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to go in and I'm going to clean out my cupboard and my refrigerator and everything else. And I'm going to throw out all the foods that I normally eat because those are that's what's causing me to you know, graze all the time and I'm not going to uh, do that anymore. Okay, fantastic action item. Wonderful. Great job. But what are you going to do now when you walk into the into the kitchen, you open the cabinet and you go, what am I going to eat? <laughs> so all the normal things, all the things that you've done, all the habits that you've developed over your lifetime are now you know, in flux because you threw out all that food. What are you going to do? What are the, the, what's that, that first meal going to look like? So what I'm going to say to you is that it's great to have a New Year's resolution. It's great to be resolute in your standfastedness that you are going to make a change. And it's great to stand up and tell friends and family that, yes, I need your help. This is what I'm going to do. You know, give me, give me your strength and your wisdom, and this is the, what I'm going to do. But I'm going to say it's even better not only to have that, but it's even better to have a plan. So how about, you know, the first day you're still eating the same way that you normally did, but you're going to spend that first day planning. Okay, so what do I need to do? What's my downfall? I have, you know, this particular food group. Maybe it's a pasta or maybe it's a fast food or uh, maybe it's, you know, sugary drinks or sodas that you want to eliminate what are you going to replace that with? What is the plan? What are the things that you're going to do? What are the, where are the triggers going to be that are going to be your downfall? I suggest you get you know professional help. Get a coach, either a lifestyle coach or a fitness coach. Get you know more exercise. Figure out you know all of these things are all part of the plan, and they don't have to all happen immediately on the day one of the first day of January. You can start your planning process and still be hold resolute to your New Year's resolution and still be moving forward. The New Year's resolution seems to be sort of this line that we draw in the sand and we say, today I do this, tomorrow I don't do it ever again. Well, that's not exactly, you know, a real sustainable way of doing things. Do you know there's not too many people that I know of that have that kind of willpower and have that kind of strength that can just cut something out of their life. Food especially is a little bit more difficult because of course you have to have food, you know, to survive. So you have to make better choices and you have to maybe make better choices for a little bit of activity and and movement to actually move your body. So the goal here now in this episode of Sales with Sully is to talk about being resolute. 
but it doesn't necessarily mean making a resolution. Being resolute means I'm going to stand fast and I'm going to hold on to the fact that this particular year I'm going to make progress towards the goal of and then fill that in. So if you make realistic goals with realistic plans and then you start to implement those realistic plans and then each week pull in more and more of the things that are necessary. Maybe you you get that trainer at the gym that gets you to, you know, maybe it's a financial investment, maybe it's a emotional investment, but you get that trainer at the gym that gets you to the gym, you know, once a week rather than none, you know, no times at all last year. Maybe it's, you know, finding that accountability partner who says, look, I want to do the same thing. Let's plan our meals together. Let's shop together. Let's, let's, let's make this lift, you know, this heavy lift. Let's make it a little bit lighter by sharing the load with, with friends and family and people around you. So the goal here is not the resolution or the, the focus, I should say, is not the resolution. The focus is on being resolute. Let's be resolute in the fact that we have set a goal and that we're making progress towards it. And now let's put contingency plans in place. What if we have tremendous success and we overachieve our goal? What are those stretch goals? Okay, so I've decided that I'm going to have a uh, plan. I'm going to put plan my meals. I'm going to get organized. I'm going to grocery shop with a uh, with a list. I'm going to have a alternative plan for those fast food drive-throughs. Maybe that's my problem, and I I can't pass up a McDonald's without a you know double cheeseburger and an order of fries and a big Coke because that's just my comfort food. So I have a plan in place. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to be out and about at that certain time. I'm going to have a granola bar or I'm going to have, you know, some, you know, carrot sticks in a in a baggie that I'm going to keep with me in the car. Whatever the plan is. Again, I'm not the nutritionist here. I'm just talking about the, you know, the emotional side of it. That I'm going to have a plan in place that gives me an alternative. And then I'm going to be resolute to that plan. And then I'm going to have a partner, an accountability partner that says, you know, I'm going to call you up when I'm having that craving to go through the drive through and maybe I'll meet you for a cup of coffee or maybe we, you know, don't cut that completely out of our lives. Maybe we meet and we have the experience, but instead of having a, you know, a double cheeseburger and a order of fries and a, a giant Coke, maybe we, we go to the same McDonald's, we meet together, and we each have a side salad and a glass of unsweetened tea, you know, so we, we get a little bit of both. Again, it's not about the specifics of what you do, it's about the fact that you put a plan in place for both success and failure. Okay, so you caved in, something happened, it was one of those particular days, the triggers were just too heavy for you, and you ended up doing something that is off of your program or something that, you know, you fell back into your old ways. Okay, well, that's it, it's over. We made a good shot at it, we lasted till March 1st. Okay, well, there's always next year. No, that's not being resolute. That's caving in to you know, a, a momentary lapse or a momentary failure. So use it, uh, my grandfather used to say, you, know, you either win or you learn. <laughs> so he didn't like to say you lost, but you learned something. So maybe we learned something today. Maybe these are things that we can't do and we're gonna get back on 
the program and do the things that are necessary. And maybe we need a different plan. Maybe the plan that we're working, you know, maybe I just can't stand carrot sticks, so I'm just going to leave that alone because it's just not going to work. No matter how many carrots I peel and put in a bag, it's just not going to be the answer. So there have to be other alternatives. And then you start drawing in some professionals. Well, you get a nutritionist, you see your doctor, you find you know, other other methods and other things that are available through, uh, you know, maybe meditation, yoga, all the other, all the alternatives that are out there, all bringing you to the focus of being resolute because it's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. So making those goals and having success stretch goals and having failure plans are really super important. So this particular episode, like we're talking about today, is being resolute, staying fast, in stand fast in the belief system that you have, that you're going to be successful. Now let's turn that into a business. And now uh, we talked a little bit about personal, and we use weight loss because that's something that's you know obviously near and dear to my heart. But let's talk about the business aspect of it. Let's pull that together. What is the first thing that they'll tell you if you read any business book? A business plan is only as good as the first indication of the first day of actually putting it in, in implementing it. Because as soon as you open the business plan and you say, this is what we're going to do, it changes. So maybe this is the time to be resolute to where you actually brush off that old business plan and look at you know, how is it actually working? Where am I on my pro forma? When I started my business one, two, three, four, five, six, ten, twenty years ago, how does that compare to where we are today? What are the things that we have achieved and what are the things that we've learned along the way? Because now we can take and be resolute and say, this is the year that we are going to do and then fill in the blank and set those goals. But the same is absolutely true in your business world as it is in your personal world. It's great to say, I'm going to do $100 million in revenue this year. Congratulations. Now, how are we going to do that? We're going to go do exactly the same thing we did last year. Well, how much did you do last year? Well, we did you know 100000 in revenue. Well, doing the same thing is, and expecting different results, well, we all know what that is. So... Here's what we're doing this year. We're going to brush off that old business plan. We're going to pull it back out, tear it apart, and put it up on the wall. And we're going to say which parts of these are working and which parts aren't. And what is a realistic, a very realistic goal? Maybe going from 100,000 to 100 million in revenue, maybe not be the most realistic goal. So let's put a realistic goal together. Maybe instead of doing, you know, 10 or 12,000 dollars a month in revenue, we're doing 25 or 30,000, maybe one, two, or three x of sales, depending on what the volume is and the team that you have and products and services and all of those other things. And we'll talk about in this year in sales with Sully, we'll talk about tearing apart that business plan in detail. We'll also talk about your sales cycle and all the other parts and pieces that go along with that. But right now in the beginning of the year, it's time to put that plan together. Set those goals and lay them out. Now, not only do I want you to, to set the goals and lay them out onto a visualization, I want you to be able to visualize your goals. We've all been... I would say most of us have been involved in some type of uh, campaign to raise money for some charity or for uh, some you know, 501c3 somewhere along the way, and you see the giant thermometer, 
and that giant thermometer starts off at whatever the zero amount is that they're trying to raise in this big red bulb at the bottom of the thermometer and then every week as the number rises they, they color in the thermometer with red to where it gets to the top and then it finally just ruptures through the top and spews out all over because we have successfully achieved our goals over a period of time. Well that visualization has been proven to be extremely important. Because we are creatures that network together, because we are human beings that like to work as a team, believe it or not, some of us out there, uh, that I, there are some of us that we know that don't feel like they're great team players, but it's hardwired in their DNA to actually work as, as, a, as a team, believe it or not, because being the solo entrepreneur still means you have your own team. It just, they're not the people that work with you every day, but they're still your success team around you and supporting you. So that hardwired DNA that we have needs visualization. So let's put that visualization of the team efforts, put our goals up, print them out, hang them in the conference room. You know, our goal for January is to hit you know, $12,000 in revenue, in top line revenue, and then put a uh, email out at the first of every week and say, we're 40% to our goal. Congratulations. We're almost there. We're just slightly behind. We're halfway through the month and now we need to get, you know, on the ball. This is the, you know, final push for this week, whatever it happens to be. But that visualization, whether it's digital or analog, we need that because it actually then gives us purpose and reason because we all want to strive for that next goal, whatever that next goal is. And don't make the goal too overwhelming because then it discourages people. So break the goal down into small baby steps and have that available for the entire team. That's the visualization that we need. So tear apart that business plan brush it off the way that it needs to be, put those individual goals up for maybe the month, the week, the, the quarter, whatever is comfortable to you, and then put those goals down in writing for the entire year so that people can remember, and then go a step further. Have a team meeting. If you have a large office uh, uh, staff or you have a large team, bring them all together. If not, maybe they're all disparate all over the United States. Put them together on the technology that we have today to put them all on a video call and have a meeting about the fact is that we're all pulling on the same end of the rope and talk about what those goals are and then prioritize those goals. Maybe last year the reason why you didn't hit some of your goals was because you got distracted and halfway through the year you started chasing another rabbit down another bunny trail and the next thing you know Revenue started to, to sag because the staff didn't know which direction we were going. Are we a software company or are we a hardware company? Are we a hardware company or are we a services company? Should we be doing, you know, should is, is this in our core competency or should we be outsourcing this? So look at your business plan, figure out what are the, the strengths and weaknesses, and then put that up in visualization. The next step that I want you to do is I want you to find the holes. Find the places inside your organization and inside either your skill set if you're a solo entrepreneur or your team's skill set. Find out where those holes are, the things that are, that are taking up way too much time, way too much money, way distracting from what the real goals are. 
identify those. Go out and find them. Dig around and, and like you're working with a metal detector and find those places. And then I want you to plug those holes by hiring professional consultants and outside expertise. If your big downfall is accounting, hire an accountant. If your big downfall is lead generation, find a lead generation company. If you can reach your goals faster, easier, and quicker, with an addition to your team, you don't have to add the personnel. You can do it in this, this new gig and economy that we live in. You can probably find somebody out there or another company that provides that service that you can hire on a temporary basis. Maybe you get enough leads in January, February, and March to carry you through the entire year. Maybe you need to have two times. Maybe in January you need a big influx of leads because your sales organization is chomping at the bit to get out there and get something sold. And then they wane off again because of the leads that fall away in July. Maybe you need to have that again as a, a July pick-me-up and get a big old slug of new leads in and keep your sales team organized and, and motivated with some new some new leads. Now Maybe that's not. Again, I'm just I'm using that as an example because you need to identify the holes that are inside your organization, the holes that are inside your systems, and you need to fill those. So that's how you be resolute. That's how you are resolute in standing fast. You identify the issues that are necessary for you to achieve your goals. You have a plan going forward. You have a plan for over-success. You have a plan for failure. You know what plan B, C, D, E, F, and G are. You've already worked on it. You've pulled your team together. You have accountability, and you've stood up there in front of the room, and you said, this is the thing we're going to do. And team, if I get distracted or if I start to run down a bunny trail, I need you to pull me back into focus. Just because my, my title is CEO doesn't mean that, I, that I'm right on everything. It just means that I need your help as the leader of this organization to keep me accountable. Not only am I going to hold you accountable, but I need you to hold me accountable too. So you've got all the plans in place and ready to start, and now you've started to take action, and you understand that it might be a ramp too, that it's not going to be none yes are all yesterday and none today or vice versa none yesterday and all today those are all just misnomers that happen during the new year's resolution time so forget about resolutions and i i know that sounds awful i shouldn't say that but forget about resolutions commit to being resolute not in a new year's resolution so sales with sully here Every single week we talk about some of the things that come across Twitter and questions that people ask. And this week everybody wanted to talk about New Year's resolution. What are your New Year's resolutions and what are you going to change? My goal is to be resolute this year in the success of my business. I am going to stand fast with an active plan that is going to be flexible and changeable. I'm going to have accountability with the people around me. I'm going to stand in public and I'm going to say, these are the things that I'm going to achieve this year and I'm going to be resolute about them. And here's the plan that I am going to execute flawlessly, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> Flawless execution. And for that, I need your help. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Sales with Sully here every single week saying the same thing as I sign off. Get out there and sell something today, right? That's what it's all about. So help the economy, 
go sell something. Until next week, Scott Sullivan, your host with Sales with Sully. And thanks again for listening. Find me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, like me on LinkedIn, and I really appreciate your support right here on Sales with Sully on Inspired News Radio every week. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.